Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Welcome to Mind Body TV. I am Dr. Kim Duramo. Um, I'm so excited to be here today. We've come out east to be with my family for the summer. Uh, oh, let me make sure my connection's okay here. Uh, so we've come out east to be with my family. It's been an amazing, amazing time, you know, summer and be with my sister, my brother and be with my family and enjoy a whole different scene. Uh, let me make sure is my connection. Uh, okay. Because uh, Instagram is definitely not looking great. Uh, hold on one second. Let's see about that. We'll just do maybe that and see how that goes. Yes. All right, here we are. This is going to work. So welcome everyone to Mind Body TV. I'm going to share today something actually Jess and Alicia brought up that's been sort of big in the mind body community and Facebook. A lot of people are talking about and um, and this is like the uncertainty that's happening right now and like how do I navigate this? So many things are falling apart. So many things are falling away. And then it's like we're grasping for what we do know, trying to make that work. But what we actually, um, if we get clear, what we actually have certainty about is like that isn't what works. And in fact, I did, I did broadcast on this a couple of months ago, like that I mentioned, you know, when the going gets tough, are we going to double down on what's not working? Because the more conscious we are, the more we realize like, wait a minute, what is that actually doing to clamp down in fear and try to control and try to kind of revert to the programming of what I think I know. And the reality is that is just not going to fly. It's not going to get us what we think it's going to get us. It's not going to actually get us what we truly want. It takes a level of presence to see that. Like, well, this isn't actually creating joy in my life to clamp down intention or to try to control my life. Uh, this isn't actually creating abundance for me. This isn't actually creating what I want. And then it takes a massive level of courage to let those programs go and let those conditioned ways of being go when like the mind and even society is telling us like, you have to do this. You have to do it that way. You can't do that. And then your inner self is like, but I want to do this, but I want to do that. What about if I did it like this? New expansive ways of thinking. Uh, yeah, the conditioning can really get loud and become really intense. So how do we thrive when there's so much uncertainty and there's like, wow, everything that used to work is not working anymore. So I have a few things to say about this. So stay tuned for the broadcast. Hello to everybody who is here live. <laughs> Roberta, JP Black, Suzanne, Carol from Arkansas. Heidi, Jenny from Joni from Tennessee, Patty from New York. Hello, Catherine, Louisa, Lisa from Nottingham, England, Daniela from Switzerland. Awesome. Heidi from Colorado, Azure from Vancouver, Jaria from Vancouver, Janelle from Oklahoma, Barbara, Julie, Michigan, Nadine from Florida Gulf Coast, Isabella from Switzerland. Awesome. Where are you guys tuning in from? Thank you for sharing. All right. So I am out in the Boston area right now. 
have a deep breath because sometimes it's really helpful to just drop in a little more fully, soften your body physically. So, you know, if you tighten up your shoulders and inhale and then just exhale and let it all go and release even just a little bit of tension in the body physically, but it creates a big shift electromagnetically, meaning your brain is more open, your mind is more capable of conceiving and perceiving things in a more expansive way. Uh, you get a little bit of shift in your hormones, decreasing cortisol and stress hormone, uh, increasing endorphins, oxytocin. All of these things don't just have us feel a little better. They have our whole nervous system, brain patterning, hormonal system, immune system work even better. So it might be just like 2% more relaxation in my body, but it could be like huge quantum shift of what's going on internally. So don't discount that. And this will also open you to let in new information, new ideas, new ways of seeing things that otherwise might be like, yeah, yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah, I know. I tried that. It didn't work for me. And you just bump it out. <laughs> so if you're really here to let in something new, to experience something you've never experienced before, to live a level of aliveness beyond what you've ever known, you sort of have to let those things happen first. You have to let the softening happen first. You have to let the, let me drop into my body a little bit more, happen first. Get even just a little bit more present. So thank you. Have a couple deep breaths. What I'm going to share about with this like, what happens with great uncertainty where we're trying to survive and we don't realize like this isn't working for me. We're in these conditioned patterns. And so whether it's, oh my gosh, my health is falling apart. What do I do? Or, oh my God, financially things are going to hell. How do I handle that? Or your relationship, you know, it could be anything. You realize like all oh, the conditioned ways I was taught to cope with this aren't getting me what I want are actually creating more love, abundance, wealth, and health in my life. In fact, you might find what I found when I was suffering with this autoimmune disease and I felt sick all the time, everything I did to try to get better actually made me worse, like astronomically worse. And it wasn't until I learned how to let go that my body could recover and reboot and rebalance and things could, and things resolved. So how do we do that? Right? Like when we know what we know and we've got to like figure out the thing financially or doubled on and what's not working, but I don't realize it's not working or fight for my health and fight the disease even harder. And like, maybe I'll just be more disciplined in my diet. Um, how do we actually tune in to what really works and what will really allow us to thrive in the uncertainty, because there's a great gift of uncertainty. We are creating a world that hasn't ever been created before. So of course we can't rely on the old patterns and the old programs that created this world of lack and limitation. And you know, no matter how much money you make, you actually don't have wealth because we're in a debt-based financial system. So you're like, wait a minute, I'm working twice as hard and maybe I have three times more money, but I'm you know, eight times more miserable and and I don't have any time and like, this can't be abundance. So you don't realize that until you kind of check in. So what are the things that are coming up for you as far as like these times of uncertainty, right? How do I just make my family do what I want them to do? How do I get other people to 
you know, my relationships to be what I want them to be. And it always, you'll find it will be some level of like, if I could just control blah, 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 then I would finally have blah, blah, blah. So what are you trying to control so that you can get? Because those are all the old patterns. The old patterns are sort of designed to keep us safe. They're not actually designed to create abundance. And so when all of that falls apart, they have no purpose and no use whatsoever. They're only going to make things worse. All right. So Marcella from Israel, Colleen from Canada, Stephanie from Germany. Uh, let me see if any of these particulars start coming in because I know there's a lag in our time. Um, for like, what are the patterns? What, where are you finding uncertainty? Uh, and where is it actually causing discord to do all those things that used to kind of work? Uh, generalized anxiety, Nadine, Julie, I'm trying to control the old patterns of force, push and fight. But instead of letting go, I use the same patterns to try to get rid of them. Yep. Good, 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 good. And you see it. So presence and consciousness is actually the key. And I've talked about this before, like the three stages of awakening. First, we'll have presence of con and consciousness, but I still have the problem. It didn't change. What are you talking about? It's the key. It didn't change anything. But <laughs> being in that space of force, push, fight, and just keeping that hamster wheel going versus oh, awareness. Wow, I'm forcing, I'm pushing, I'm fighting, but I'm aware is in fact a quantum leap in consciousness. You've accelerated your electromagnetic frequency. We have tools that can measure this. I will show you like I'm in fear versus like I'm aware of my fear. And what a massive quantum leap in frequency, which can be quantifiably measured, that actually is even though the mind is looking around at your life like nothing's changed. It's exactly the same. It hasn't made any difference at all. The more you tune in and feel and sense where you are, the more you will feel that quantum leap, the more you will feel that shift. And you're like, aha, even though it appears nothing's changed, something very significant has changed. Let me just hang with it. That's when we come to that third stage where we begin to notice and uh, uh, become receptive. We begin to see and register the massive changes that are happening and that accelerates them into bigger and bigger and bigger changes physically, mentally, and emotionally. No elita awareness and no agenda. Yes, that's the stage two space that life kind of invites us to be into if you are courageous enough, if you dare where quantum change can happen. Christina, I watch myself uh, shoving anxiety and tension into my lower back and not trusting my body. Mm -hmm. Good. Hello, Melissa Rose. So good to see you here. Uh, chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, POTS, old patterns, pushing myself, fear, stress, addiction, fear of not ever healing, perfectionism. Thank you, Colleen. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it'll even register like in your breath. So drop in right now, have a deep breath. How do we switch channels and begin to function from uh, what will work, what will create abundance uh, when there's so much uncertainty, when it triggers all of our patterns of fight, flight, fear, it triggers our, 
deepest, deepest space of, no, I won't let go. I won't open. I have to control level of contraction. Okay, so first you got to get curious, breathe. Get here now. You can tap on your heart space, tap on your chest. Notice what you notice. Notice where you are. Where am I now? What's here now? What's happening now? You can't avoid the now and find solutions, right? Because what's happening now may be unbearable. Whoa, there's so much grief. Whoa, there's so much fear. I don't know what's going to happen in the financial market. Like I did everything right or I saved or I put my money here and now it's like tanking. I can't even buy, you know, most people can't afford a place to live because the housing market has exploded so dramatically relative to like how much uh, revenue people are making, how much money people are making. So you got to realize like, wait a minute, this is not going in the right direction. I'm working even harder and I can't afford my life, let alone expand my lifestyle. So that can bring us into so much contraction. Now, if we revert to the patterns we think worked or we're like, these things used to work for me, we're going to keep hanging on to them. So the first thing I've kind of helped a lot of people see when I've worked with them privately, because they'll be like, I was doing fine. And then my health fell apart. But if we really look what was fine, it was like, I'm holding it together, right? I'm in survival mode, but I'm pulling it off. It was never actually true thriving. And just like, you know, you got to kind of let go before you recalibrate around a new foundation, it, it, we've got to let sort of like the shit hit the fan sometimes. We've got to let things fall apart before they come back together in a new way. In fact, a brilliant, amazing woman said at my retreat a few weeks ago in uh, Scottsdale, she said, I was so genius because we all had to uh, own Yes, I'm manifesting my life and I'm actually genius that I let it show up this way. I, she said, I manifest, I, I was so genius. I trusted myself so fully and so completely that I let everything in my life fall apart and go to shit because I knew I would let it be created from a truer foundation. And it was such a magnificent thing to hear her own that, that yes, this higher part of me actually created the shit show that I thought was a nightmare and everything wrong, but was actually what allowed all the stuff to fall apart that wasn't working because I knew something in me knew I had the capacity to let it come together in an even higher alignment. And you would have never done that if this higher alignment wasn't like way, 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 way freaking worth it. So what would it be to let the old financial structures dissolve that are based on debt and based on lack and based on separation and fear and allow a whole new financial system to come in that serves us, that is abundance-based, that is based on knowing you have something amazing to contribute and you can be a contributor and that as you contribute from your true self, everyone wins, where there is always enough. And the more we share, the wealthier we all become. What would it look like to have a financial structure based on that? Oh, we do. <laughs> and if you've been learning about cryptocurrency, which is fascinating to me how quickly people are beginning to learn about this. You know, I was, I was checking out at Whole Foods today and there was like front cover of this magazine, like cryptocurrency, what you need to know. And I was like, oh, this is awesome because now it's mainstream thing that people are like, let me learn about this. You know, if you look back, I don't know, 10 years ago, it was like, pff, 
yeah, that's crap. You know, it was like, or it was like, I don't even know what that is. And then over the last like five years, it was like, oh yeah, that's risky. That's bad. That's crap. I'm not going to do that. You're stupid if you're doing that. And now it's like, well, actually, do I even know about that? Maybe I'm curious. Let me ask some questions. Let me get some actual education. And now that's kind of more mainstream is like, maybe I'll learn about this thing. And you find this is a transparent, you know, it's a, it's a, financial system based in transparency. No one can hide and like not tell you what's really going on and make you play this corrupt game, but you don't even know you're playing it. Uh, it's based on actual value, not perceived value. Um, it's based on everyone contributing from what brings you more fully alive instead of like, <laughs> let me slave away for the dollars, but I'm actually, you know, I'm actually um, like compromising myself, selling myself. So we could create structures and we have created structures and we could begin to participate in, and I'm not advocating for this. I'm just saying like, that's one example of how we could be in um, a financial structure that is based on, we all have divine intelligence. We all have something to contribute and we could just share the abundance and exchange in that way. Uh, what about creating um, awakened educational systems? Like I know for the last maybe 30 years, I've been really aware of that. Like, why are we teaching these things? And then we're totally omitting like, you know, how to create win-win negotiations, how to communicate in loving ways that have other people really hear you, how to um, negotiate your relationships, certain relationships that you really care about and that are really meaningful to you. And, you know, we don't teach any of that in the education. And those are the things that have been shown to be the greatest determinants of fulfillment and success in life, right? Like if you're, I don't know, a lawyer and you don't have the ability to communicate and have people skills and create win-win negotiations, then you're either like winning because you're always slaying everyone else. So everyone thinks you're an asshole. So you're ultimately losing and you kind of hate yourself secretly, unconsciously anyway. So you're kind of losing or you're like, I can't communicate and you're not winning. And then you're, you know, you're suffering two sides of the same coin. You're like, I'm not a good communicator. And, um, and you create, you know, you're on the losing end of a negotiation. So either way, it's, it's a lose versus, wait a minute, how do we create the best and highest outcome for all involved? What would that look like? Let's be creative. Let's work together. So um, whatever we're doing, those things are going to create greater success and fulfillment for each of us, greater abundance for each of us. So how can we create systems of education that like foster each of us to play to our strengths, know what, what am I really passionate about? What am I really good at? Because if you're working as an accountant, but you're really good at like, I don't know, artistry or design or carpentry, and you're, you're like, you'll find like, oh, I'm so like purposeless in my life. I must not be good enough versus like, oh, I'm working in my strength. Wow, I'm celebrating the genius that lies in me every single day as I share it with others. So, what if we had pieces in there in our awakened educational system that um, that support that? Uh, and then, of course, what I am actively engaged in is creating an awakened healthcare system. And this is where the methods and technologies that we develop and share actually bring about health and healing, not just. I'm going to help you not die. And yeah, you still have diabetes, but let's make sure you're not dying today of hyperglycemia and going into a coma or having X, Y, and Z happen too fast, but you still have diabetes and you're still going to continue to um, become less healthy each year. Mm, is that actually healing or is that just like suppressing disease? 
Um, so what if we had and brought forward, which again, are already created, it just hasn't been the mainstream yet, um, systems of healing where as a practitioner, the more I practice that, the more whole I become. In our current healthcare system, the more you practice, the more depleted you are. At the end of the day, you're like, I've been helping people all day. Now I just need to go like take a break. What if we had a system where the more I'm assisting others, it's also healing me? What if we had a system where the more I'm practicing this, it's connecting that individual, not only with the wisdom that the body heals itself, but the wisdom and the intelligence that that's them, lets them change their whole life and realize like, wow, the reason I had that disease was actually like, I'm trying to be this person, but what I really want to be is this and has them connect with their intelligence. Because if we do modalities that actually help healing happen, it's not just physical healing, it's also mental, emotional healing, it's also awakening. So we could call that like holistic healing. It's really just sane. It's a sane way to practice medicine. It's insane to just like put a Band-Aid and think we've solved the problem. Nothing wrong with putting a Band-Aid. I was trained as an emergency medicine physician. I was trained in trauma. I was trained in critical care. I have a great massive reverence for those modalities. But the sane way to practice them is, okay, we, we've given you morphine. You're out of pain, but we need to go take out your appendix. <laughs> okay, we've taken out your appendix, but we need to get you off the inflammatory diet that's going to just now keep creating what it, Crohn's disease or cancer or who knows. Like we haven't exactly healed you just because we gave you the morphine or just because we took out your appendix. We've got to look at like what caused the imbalance so that we let the body talk to us, not just shut off the symptoms and its mode of communication, right? And we're just putting out the fire. That's a sane healthcare system is like, I know I'm just putting a Band-Aid and that we're going to address the underlying things too. So great, do the surgery. Great, use the medication. But let's have a system that appreciates the whole picture that the body's intelligence is communicating something deeper. So what about a healthcare system where everyone is supported in living their highest level of vitality? Versus, you know, what we've got now, which is like, I'm just going to prevent you from dying. And then I'm going to kind of I guess you could say kick you to the curb and you fend for yourself until you have your next emergency and then you come back, but no one's actually getting healthier. So in these new systems, this is where we're talking about uncertainty, as all this old stuff falls away, the consciousness that created those old systems is not the same consciousness that will create the new ones. So what is the most essential component? We've got to be more connected within, with the intelligence within us, relax your body, take a breath, feel and sense what you're feeling, and more willing to let fall away the outer programs and the outer things that are trying to get our attention. And this is can be like a moment-to-moment -moment challenge. Wait a minute, you're saying honor my well-being, but what if I don't go to my job, then I won't make any money. I've got to stay on the hamster wheel. So what I'm asking is a big ask for most of us who are in fear, and fear is your whole way of being. You're so sure that lack is the principle, that you're worthless, and you have to keep scampering, scampering on the hamster wheel, or value won't come into your life, that you're not willing to pause and let in something new, right? It's just a distraction. It's not actually true. 
but the conclusion will say, yeah, but you don't understand my plight. Yeah, but you don't understand my situation. Like I have four kids to feed and a mortgage and everyone's dependent on me. And if I stop, then blah, 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 blah will happen. So there's your conclusion. Here's how the world works. Here's how I need to work. Here's what will happen if I give that um, mechanism up. And all you got to do is just like take a breath, soften your body, feel and sense, here I am. And just pause. Is that actually true? If it's true, great. Pick it back up and run with it. But if you don't look, you won't know. If you don't, not, not because I said it. So you're like, what the hell does this girl know? She doesn't understand my situation. I've already tried that. It didn't work, right? And you make a conclusion versus, wait a minute, could I revisit this possibility? What else is possible? Is that actually true for me? Check in, breathe in, breathe out, soften your body. Because the more you soften physically, the more you'll connect with the intelligence versus the programs. And you can just look, right? What's actually true? What might be possible if I were in a different space of like, let me live my life from curiosity instead of let me keep living from the conclusion. So you keep living from the conclusion, the tension, the struggle, the fight, you're going to keep getting the same thing, right? Because your frequency, your electromagnetics are exactly the same. Even if you do that new diet, even if you work really hard and take the supplements and spend tens of thousands of dollars, you're like, oh, I'm actually still just as miserable or sick or in pain or in lack as I was then. So it's not the physical stuff that's going to create the shift. What is going to create the shift? So I can't let that new system, right? Because when there's uncertainty, if I'm willing to be in the uncertainty, I can let something new in. But I can't let that new intelligence in while I'm still running the old programs. It's like trying to use your computer and like boot up a new program while you're still using the computer. You've got to shut it off. You've got to let it reboot. And you got to turn it back on. I just started drinking this particular awesome uh, drink. It has like um, turmeric in it and, and all these different things in it. They're like adaptogenic and it's delicious. And yeah, it's called mud water. <laughs> and uh, my mom didn't like that. She's like, I don't want to drink that. I said, all right, it's called turmeric water. <laughs> She's like, okay, I'll try it. <laughs> She's like, do you have anything with turmeric? I think I should have some turmeric. And, you know, That's healthy for you. I said, like, yeah, I got this mud water. She's like, no, that doesn't sound good. To me, that actually sounds really good. <laughs> but I thought, okay, we'll just call it turmeric water. On the thing inside, oh, where was I going with this? Because now I have gotten a different trajectory. Um, it said, what did it say? Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to post it later. It was on the box when I opened the mud water. It'll come back in a second. Um, basically, um, oh yes, it said... <laughs> Pretty much anything will reboot itself if you turn it off and then turn it back on, yourself included. And I'm like, that's so genius because I'll always ask my husband, like, but this app isn't working or I can't get this thing to do this. He's like, did you try turning it on and turning it back on, uh, turning it off and turning it back on again? And I'll be like, oh no, uh, I didn't do that. I forgot. You think you'd remember after like 10 times this person has told me and it worked. You'd be like, oh, let me do that thing. But no, I still like call him and then he'll tell me again. And I'll be like, oh yeah, let me do that. So I'll turn it off. You know, you gotta wait 10 seconds, turn it on again. And magically 
my gosh, it's working. And, and in the thing, a mud water, it said, yourself included. And I was like, oh, that's such a good way to say it. And I've said this before, like kind of got to turn the computer off. It magically recalibrates itself. Something happens that I don't quite ever want to understand. And I turn it back on and whoa. So if you think of it like that, like you've got a new operating system, but it won't get downloaded till you turn off. Turning off could be, let me take a day off of work. Turning off could be, let me take a nap instead of going for a run. Turning off could be, let me just like relax around all this tension and restriction of, I've got to control my diet and just like be a little more at ease and just be on the joy diet for a moment, right? Let some things go. Maybe my body will follow suit. For everyone, it could look different. It could look for like going out for a run when you might ordinarily put on Netflix, right? I know for me, it's not that. It's usually like just down and turn off. Okay. But what might happen if you turn off, recalibrate and turn back on? Because we do understand that the Schumann frequency, the, the electromagnetics of the planet dramatically, powerfully and immediately affect our system. Our physiology, our hormones, our um, immune system, digestive system in, in a positive way. But we've got to like stop like running on the treadmill we're already on to let that recalibration happen. We know scientifically that the body is designed to heal itself and it can heal itself. But what does it need in order to do that that you may be actually preventing by trying so hard to heal? or make more money or get it right or use the old programs. And so what is required to thrive in the space of uncertainty is that recalibration. Because if our wisdom and our intelligence has a capacity to create that new world and create our, not just the, the gross financial structures for the, for the society, but for myself, right? If I wanna be more abundant tomorrow, what are the choices or things I could do today? And I can't know that from the programs and from the intelligence of like, maybe if I do this, maybe if I do that. Well, so-and-so said that I should. No, it hasn't been created in that frequency. It hasn't been created in that consciousness. It doesn't exist yet. It can only come into existence through you being in, deeper le being in a deeper level of presence. And then that new operating system does know exactly what could be done. So you're living a more abundant life tomorrow than you were today. Your system, your wisdom does know, oh, here's what we need to dump. Now my digestion can work normally. Ah, here's what we need to get rid of. Ah, now she's not eating that anymore. And it's not from here. It's not from thinking about it. It's from awareness. Ah. Oh, Maybe I'll just do this. It will come from like nowhere. And that's how your intelligence communicates with you. It will come like a spark and be the most obvious thing that ever hit you. But you're like, how did I not figure that out yesterday? Right? Because yesterday you're like chick, 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 with the old gears turning. You've got to let the recalibration happen. So now you're in a different gear. You're in a different system. You're in a different intelligence. Everything you think is different. Ideal have ideas. You never could have had before because you, you couldn't have that had them on the old circuitry.
And so when you're trying to thrive in this uncertainty, you're trying to like find solutions that'll actually create abundance and health and wealth in your life. You have to first pause the old programs and old systems that are running that can only ever create, I'll say it this way, the best they can do is help you survive the lack-fear system. But if you're not in a lack-fear system, right, because we're actually in abundance, they just keep you on a hamster wheel of delusion, thinking you're getting somewhere. It's such a convincing thing because you're like, but I really am. It's really better. I'm almost got this and that in place. Okay. Do you feel more at peace in this moment than you did 10 minutes ago, 10 days ago, 10 years ago? And it's always helpful to measure your life in decades and years versus like weeks, days, and months because sometimes the cycles are bigger than what we think and what we're looking at. So we're looking at like micro, but the massive cycle we're in is like, oh my gosh, it's it's macro, it's big. Uh, remembering Eden, what has this felt like for you when you shifted from old intelligence to higher wisdom? The first thing I'll feel is the exhaustion of trying to function in the old programs or the frustration or the like, <clears throat> I'm pissed at everybody in my life or um, maybe like the this sorrow or the, you know, cause it's like sadness, anger, or fear. Everything's kind of like a mix of one of those three, right? Lamenting, um, lack, um, grief, whatever, you know, hopelessness is all kind of like a flavor of sadness. Aaron Abke talked about this so brilliantly. Um, anger, I'm frustrated, I'm raging, I'm, you know, all the different flavors of anger you know, irritation, uh, fear, just like terror, panic, anxiety, maybe just like this low level unease. So everything's kind of like a mix of one of those three main emotions and they all come from a lie. So I think the first thing I'll feel when I'm like, I've exhausted the old programming and life's like, ding, ding, ding. Uh, we have something over here for you. It's already been created. Jump in anytime you want. Just saying. And I'm like, no, no, I'll get to that later. I still have to blah, blah, blah. I'll feel the exhaustion of it. I'll feel the frustration. Maybe it happens through like, I don't notice how irritable I am, but someone's like pissed at me, right? Like my husband would be like, hey, everything okay? Because like, you seem like upset. No, what are you talking about? I'm fine. Could you just leave me alone? <laughs> and then he'll be like, really? Because like now you're yelling at me. Well, I'm only yelling at you because you're being annoying, right? It's like, I am irritated, but I'd really not want to, I'd really rather not even look at it and just make you wrong. So someone may notice it and then you're like irritable with them and then it comes out and you think it's them, <laughs> but it's like, oh wait, is there something coming up for me? I have just been like conveniently suppressing. So it might come up that way. It might come up where you're like, oh my God, I, I used to be okay with this job, but now I'm like, I hate it. I don't want to do this anymore. What's wrong with me? So you're like, maybe I'll have a little more coffee and then I'll be better. No, it's because you're ready for a quantum shift. So I'll feel that. I'll notice that. Or the opposite, you feel inspired like, oh my gosh, what if I could do what she's doing? Oh yeah, no, I can't have that. You might feel it as jealousy, um, but you could feel it as inspiration or desperation. It will come up as one of the two. Um, and then 
for me, because I've worked with this, you guys, I've worked with this stuff for decades and decades and decades and decades, right? 26, 36, more than 30 years. So some people are like, why isn't it happening? And it's been like 10 days or maybe a year. And it's like, well, just, you know, keep letting in your intelligence, let go of the demand and let go of the uh, attachment because you are accelerating. Um, but yeah, it's been a long time for me. So when I'm aware of the grungy stuff, I will go to the body, right? I'll do the instant elevation to relax your body, breathe more fully, let in the light. If you want to work with this more, there's the instant elevation, um, you know, on my YouTube channel, there's the video so you can practice the tool. But if you want to go deeper with this and have a real massive life metamorphosis, the instant elevation program is where I bring you through like each micro part of that, you learn the tools, you learn to work with your system, you learn to activate your intelligence, you learn to get off the hamster wheel of the programs and actually begin functioning on the frequency where the solutions lie. We can't, we can't like thrive in uncertainty till we get on the channel where those solutions exist, where that creativity manifests, where true abundance lies. We got to get ourselves on that channel. So everything in the instant elevation program is like you could use one tool in that course and totally metamorphosize your life and totally accelerate your electromagnetic frequency. Um, the link for that, I will put it here, is at drkimd.com forward slash IEP. Uh, so that's a great resource. So it doesn't matter though, like anytime you just soften your shoulders, breathe a little more fully, you're going to begin. Truly, this makes so much sense and why my body keeps telling me, be still. I need to drop out of the old programs before I can begin in the new. Thank you so much, love. Yeah. Yeah, because in the mind, be still. That's not going to get me anywhere. The world's falling apart. If I be still, it's going to be shit <laughs> because the program says it. But is the program actually true? Oh, let's pause and look. How do you balance doing with the turning off? I find I turn off and feel a reset and then get stressed again by the doing. So when you let more of a reset happen, which could happen while you're doing, like if you're like, let me go out for a walk, that's going to be a resetting for me. Not for everybody, but maybe for you. Um, you let if you let enough of a reset happen, the things you begin to do are going to be nurturing things, not depleting things. So stay present, not just when you're in the be still, when you're in the reset, stay present as you engage the doing, right? So you like, you know, recalibrate and you're like, I think it's a good idea to go work 60 hours that this week and then I'll make more money and then I'm going to do this with it and then I'll have abundance. And you just pause like, how does that really feel? Like you got to do this while you're in motion because you're not going to take 10 years to sit on a mountain and then re-engage in your life. You're going you're gonna to begin to engage your life while you fine tune this. Oh, is it really fluid to go work 60 hours? I don't know. Maybe you do it and then you realize, no, it wasn't. And then you see, oh, I was choosing that from my hamster wheel. And then you have a little more clarity. Or maybe you realize even thinking about doing that feels contracted. Mm, what if I don't do that? Maybe I can do something else. What else is possible? You ask questions. So asking questions is a really, really intelligent way to start tuning into the new channel where we do create this um, higher reality. 
Can you do EFT for pain flares? Colleen, of course, yes. Uh, I have a lot on EFT, um, emotional freedom technique on my site. So you can go to drkimd.com for more resources. Um, the website has a start here button that will take you through some questions to get a little bit of clarity on like who you are and where you're functioning from, and then make some recommendations and give you some tools to get started with. So that's at drkimd.com. There's an orange button at the top. Uh, we do also have the instant elevation technique, uh, instant elevation program that I mentioned, drkimd.com forward slash IEP, but there are several online home study courses. That's kind of the starter one, which is awesome, awesome starting place for anyone coming into this work. Um, the book is also a great starting place if you're new to me, if you're new to my work, drkimd.com forward slash book. We will put all these links in with this broadcast. Uh, but we do have excellent, excellent home study courses to go deeper with mind-body manifestation, mind-body healing, really, really dumping all these old programs that really, really aren't getting you anywhere. Like I swear the, the mind says, but I can't let it go because I just got to finish this first. It, it's not getting you anywhere. You can stop right now. And the, the home study courses we have are an excellent, excellent resource for that. So that's at drkimd.com forward slash courses. We also have live mentorship, which is so powerful, so accelerating, and so such a huge gift for so many people who want to work with someone live. Um, Alicia and Jessica are our mind body mentors. They are amazing. They have come through this journey so many times over themselves and really manifested a solid new foundation of reality for themselves in their own life, money, uh, health, uh, relationships. So they are just incredible at assisting your acceleration in personally integrating this yourself. And that's at drkimd.com forward slash mentors. So there are the options. There's lots that we have um, at drkimd.com. I will be here every week at 11 a.m. Mountain Time, because that's the time we do this broadcast every week, pretty much. I messed it up last week because I was on Eastern Time, and I forgot that 11 a.m. Eastern Time is not the same time as 11 a.m. Mountain Time. Well, I forgot that I was on Eastern Time, but here we are each week. We will be here live. Um, so these are the resources that I have for you. We are collectively creating this new reality, this new consciousness, but you can begin individually right here, right now, and your beautiful, sweet self absolutely deserves to have that higher manifestation in your day right here, right now, and is totally, totally capable of bringing that. So lots of love to you. I am grateful for you to be here. I'm going to bring one more comment up to the forefront because Tammy said, I have a frozen shoulder. I recognize that it's because I need to make a decision about my career, but I've been bummed because I've been bummed out in it, but they pay me so well. That's the program. The program says there's value in that, right? Because you're frozen. I know I need to move forward into something new, but I'm frozen. I want to make this change, but they pay me so well. So I'm making the program. The program tells you the value is the money. And true self knows the value is me. If I honor myself and my wholeness, way more abundance will show up, way more, like exponentially more. But the program will kind of keep you in like, no, you can't do that. It won't work. You're not really that valuable. 
yeah, what if honoring me and my acceleration, which would be like, oh, I'm going to do something more expansive. I'm going to explore. This doesn't, this is bumming me out. I don't want to do it. Let me honor this truth. Let me see what else is possible. There's an acceleration that happens. Your health gets better. Your relationships get better. Your brain starts functioning differently. And all of a sudden you see possibilities you couldn't have seen from there. So don't wait for the possibilities to show you before you have the courage to start making some changes. Maybe it's micro changes of like playing with what would it be like or exploring new opportunities or thinking about restructuring. Don't wait because your body is listening. It's going to show you. You don't need to wait. You are the change and it will show up as a reflection of you, as a reflection of the consciousness you've stepped into. And for all of us, this is true. Like we got to step into it first, at least a little bit. Then the manifestation happens and shows us the next step. All right. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I'll see you soon. I'll see you next week. We will continue. You can move forward if that is light for you and delve into some of the resources we have. I'm so excited to assist you that way. All right. Lots of love. Bye. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.